Happy New Year and welcome to another session. Today is the first Thursday in the year 2021. I welcome you in the name of the Lord and I say Happy New Year to you all. I think I should be able to ask that or someone will be asking that where is a year gift. A year gift is, is going to be coming during the year actually because every day the message of the Lord are new according to book of lamentation that says that the message of the Lord is new every morning. So I welcome you in the name of the Lord to this new year episode is 2021 series and it's going to be great because the Lord is going to be ministering great things to us throughout this 2021. What the Lord has spoken to me concerning what we are going to be discussing as he, uh, me myself I feel like God uh, thank you for this because it's going to be a great time and it's going to be an exceedingly wonderful time in this section. Um, welcome once again to God's presence and welcome to a new year and it's a new episode. If you can see the fly, you see that it's a new design that is there and it's for a reason because that's the design we're following for the whole year. So we thank God for everything that we have done so far. Last year was very wonderful. The last thing we, we really appreciate God. You know, when when God was allowing me to choose Thursday, I didn't even know that Thursday was going to be the last day of the year in 2020. And thank God that He made us to be able to get a lot of things from His servant and from the man of God. I really appreciate everyone that will be joining in the year 2020. I want to appreciate my parents, especially Reverend Mona Joshua and Prophet Desbola Tito Joshua. I want to appreciate them. Mom is always watching, and that is all. And they're still going to bring in because they're still going to. There's another episode that we are going to. Um, that we're still going to be able to talk on. That we are going to invite her, and because we have a lot of episodes that that God is going to help us to be able to still bring more prepared vessels to come and minister to us. So I want to appreciate everybody that has been watching since um, 2020. We want to appreciate you for 16 episodes. Ah, we want to give, give God that's 16 Thursdays. And that's been, that's fantabulous for everybody that has been watching and for everybody that has been supporting. It has been God all the way. But today, there's another revelation that God is giving me to be able to share with us today. And uh, it's going to be a wonderful session. Just a few minutes. But I pray that the Lord God Almighty minister to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray to God. Almighty God, bless your name. We appreciate you for this wonderful session. We give you all the glory for what you have in stock for us. You see, the plan that I have towards you are not of good, are not of evil, but are of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. We thank you because what you have for us are great and are wonderful. We give you all the glory because the mysteries you want to unfold to us are things that we have not known. Is it things that I have not seen or yes, and is what I have in stock for you. Well, Lord, we bless your name. We appreciate you. And we pray that the world be coming out to us this day. We pray you bless us in the name of Jesus. You minister to us and you told us at any point of our needs in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answering our prayers in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, today, what God laid in my heart because I've been thinking that God should be started at the beginning of the of the year because things are like ah. Should we start with this? Should I start with this? Should we start with this? Should I start with this? But I just pray to God and almost a dime in it, I received what we are meant to get for the starting point of the of the year. And this is the first Thursday and I want us to receive something great in God's presence. But what God is ministering through me to us 
is the design, living in the design of God for a Christian race or for the believer's race. That is the race of the believers. There are so many things that are, there are so many things that differentiate the race of the believer and an unbeliever because everybody is running the race. And we are meant to discover the design of God for our race. So that our race not just be like a mere, uh, maybe mere relays or mere competition and all that, but it's going to be the re- it's going to be the race in that is in God's plan. So we're going to be going through the study for today and even the next week because I'm going to God be giving us three points from that today, and um, I trust God to be able to bless us from there in Jesus' name. Now I'm going to be starting from looking at uh, looking at. Um, Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. If we look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God. Now, living in the true design in our race. According to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God. A believer's race is meant to have a starting point. Every believer, they are. I mean, this world, I mean, this world, as far as we believe, every of our days is meant to have a starting point. Because a person cannot start a race without having a particular place to be called a starting point. There are so many people that they just jumped, they jumped into the race. There are some people that they jumped into the Christian race. It's not that. They started from the starting point. Irrespective of years, irrespective of age, you have to start from that starting point. But some just jump to the race. As many of you watching these or that are watching this or hearing this, where is your starting point? Do you jump into the race? You know, some people just jump into the race. Like, they have been going on, going on. Ah, now some be asking, how do you think people can join, jump into the race? Like, okay. Some, uh, they, they, they continue the race like, um, I'm going to church, I'm going to this, I'm going to that. And they jumped into God's plan for them. They didn't follow the same, like a person that has been destined for him to become a man of God. Or to become a child of God, or to become this and that in the, in the household of God, but doesn't follow the particular process, and those jump to that particular plan of God for you. So some just jump into the race. Now your race is meant to have a starting point. What is the starting point? Let your starting point be God. A believer's race is meant to have the starting point of God. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every year, every month, you are to start with God. Now, we have spent more than, uh, we have spent over, over 12 hours today. How many of the hours started with God? This is the question we need to ask ourselves. So many things have gone wrong with the way we live our life. You know, there was a day I just, most of the time, if I just wake up, wake, wake up during the night, 
some uh, the Holy Spirit will just prompt me and just be saying, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And I'll just continue. I'll say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And that's what I will continue. No, I will not request anything. I will just continue to say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every of our minutes, every of our hour needs to start with God. Some start their hour with sin. Some start their week with sin. Some start their seconds with sin. That every second they must tell life. Some every minute they must um, tell life. Some every this they must. So let your starting point be with God. So that you'll be able to receive so many things from God. You know, it is a thing of uh, pain to God that He had a lot of things in store for we believers. But because we couldn't recognize how to get those things, those things are just lying there. So start, let your race start with God. Let the starting point of your race be with God. That's God, because we have entered a new year, it's a race. Every new day is a race. Every new year is a race. So every of our starting point, let it be with God. And when you're starting, you say, God, I'm starting the new. I don't know if many of us have prayed. Because this day, um, this is almost six, seven, this seventh day of the year. The year is, is going gradually. We have less than 360 days. How many of those days have you started with God? So this is what we need to be asking ourselves and we need to be pondering on and say, God, as I'm starting this day, I start with you. It is not, you know, some, something that is when they are, when they pray for the new day, that's when they start with God. Like, let me change that your orientation. It is not the time you pray that you are starting with God. Because some, while they pray, they don't hand over their days to God. They give God their own particular design for that day. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. So, what they do for a particular day is that they give God their own design for that day. They don't ask God for His design for them for that day. Then you are not starting with God. You started with yourself. It is not until you say, Ah, God... Um, yeah, or you started falling I knew every morning, knew every morning This is that faithfulness, oh Lord Great is that faithfulness Now, the, you, 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 you sing in the morning, you do devotion and all that And you begin to give God your plans for the day Not that God, give me your plans for me for today That's the majority of the ways I pray that God Almighty let that will be done today. Things that you want me to do, let me do them. Those things that I don't want me to do, don't let me do them. But we give God plans. That is not starting with God. You started with your will. So let's change that design that we have. In. We have to come back to the original design of God. That I'm starting the new day, God, give me directions for today. How do you want me to do this? How do you want me to do this? How do you want me to do this? Not that, God, this is what I want to do. And maybe it is not in God's plan. I say, God, I want to do this today. I want to do that tomorrow. I want to do this today. And then you are giving God your own will. 
So let's get that orientation and let us get it right in the design of God. That we are to start our day with God. What are you starting? Start with the will of God. He said, Genesis 1 verse 1, he said, In the beginning, God. And what did God do? He did an action, which is God created. That means there was an action God imposed for that beginning. But today, it is not God that is imposing actions, actions for our days. We are not imposing actions for our days. Because we feel that, what if God did not give you? That's why I always say something. I say, there is, there is nothing that warrants us to live for the next day. There is a reason for God to keep us for the next day. Why don't we discover that reason? But we place our own plans for that next day. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. But we place our own plans for the next day. We don't ask the purpose of God for why He preserves us for the next day. So let our day, let our race start with God. The second point that I'll be talking extensively on is that we are expected to run that race. We are not to walk it. Now you'll be surprised. Why am I to run and not to walk? You are expected to run the race, not walk it. Because man, time waits for no man. The, the time is not waiting for you that ah God, I'm, I have to walk it. Because there are a lot to achieve within a short time. The, the lifespan of a man is a short time. If you walk it, you cannot achieve one quarter of what God wants you to do. You have to run it, but you have to run it with the pace and the steadiness of God. That is, God wants you to run this way at this so so kilometers that you have to run the race. Not that I have to be walking. Because one thing, there's a revelation God gave me concerning that. And that's why I said, you have to run it and not walk it. The Christian race and the believer's race is meant to be run. Not walk it. Let's look at the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. He says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write your vision and make it plain upon tables. Now say, that, they, that he may run that beat it. So write a vision, make it play, that he may run that read it. it. What is the vision? The scripture is the vision. And it has been plain unto us, but we are made to run it. That God, a person that runs the race, doesn't have time for other things. That's the revelation God gave me concerning running the race and not walking it. The pace at which God is moving, the pace at which God is moving, is not the pace at which humans are moving. And that is why we feel that, and that is why we keep referring to the old time religion, whereby God dynamizing is far, far ahead of that old time religion. You know, man is rocking the race. That's what I've been affecting Christianity today. We have been running the race. We have been walking the race instead of running it. 
we have been walking into the extent that we don't we are still at the same point looking at things of old whereby God is ahead telling him come on to me come on to me come on to me but we keep remaining at our point and we are looking at that because we are walking a person that is running doesn't have time to look behind he keep looking at the front say looking unto jesus that's why the scripture came looking unto jesus because jesus is ahead looking unto jesus the author and the finisher he, is, he has finished the race so we are not going to be walking and be looking at things at the back and that's why majority of prophets majority of pastors majority of people it is the old time they keep referring to because they are only walking the race I've said the revelation God gave me concerning that is that when you are walking the race, you have time for other things. A person that is walking, we see the person that is selling something. We see the someone, someone, someone that is buying something. We see someone that is talking about something. We see someone that is doing this. We see someone that is doing that. We see, because he is walking it. But if the person that is running it, if you can practicalize it, you be going to probably um, be going to your junction. And then you say, ah, let me run it. If you are running it, you will not have time to look at things beside. You will not have time to look behind. You will be looking at where you are going to. But when you are walking, you will be looking around. You look at leaves around. You look at people around. And that is why majority of people get backslided. Because they are walking. While they are walking, they look at someone that is backslided and say, Ah, see this brother backslided. Let me look at him. And they begin to look and look and look and look and look because they are walking. But a person that is running will not have time to be looking. He will be walking, he will be running the race, running. And that's why the song, they are running the race to meet my redeemer. Because it's a race that we need to run. There's no time. Many people feel they still have millions of years. People feel they still have hundreds of years. Whereby, with the design of God, maybe they just have two years left. And they keep walking and thinking that they are time. They, they think that they, they, everything is still available for them. Whereby God is expecting, run, 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 run. Time is going. Time is going. Time is going. And whereby, the design of God is that whereby if this brother run, it should save about 80 million souls. But now, he's walking. Just look at that. The person that, that is running the race, within, um, probably, is a, is, a, is a race of um, five minutes. Whereby, if you run it, five minutes. But if you walk it, you are walking like 10 minutes. Now, look at that. Five minutes, he will have achieved what he wants to achieve quickly. Another task we have been given to him. But the person that is walking, we spend ten minutes to achieve what the person of five minutes have achieved. In the design of God, is a race. But that race, running it, you have to run it at the pace of God. There is a design pace of God. You don't have to be faster than God. Many people are faster than God. They are faster than their Their own is not. Their own is no more. I'm running the race to meet my demand. Their own is my demand is running the race to meet me. That is the way some people are doing now. It's like my demand is running the race to meet me. And God does not change His faithfulness because of your faithfulness. That, 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 that's a, 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 
um, revelation God gave me some days ago that God doesn't, the faithfulness of God doesn't change irrespective of man of faithfulness or faithfulness. Even if you are faithful, God doesn't change his faithfulness. If you are faithful, God doesn't change his faithfulness. So, we are meant to run the race. Not walking, not do the way people of the world does. They say, ah, let us do it, let us walk it, let us do it. Because when you are walking, as I've said, when you are walking, you will be able to see so many things that are wrong. You will be able to see so many things that people are doing, which can bring cold minds to you. And that's why people are able to hear what other what people, all that backsliders are saying. But if the person that is running the race and says, Ah, I'm almost achieving this race, I'm almost achieving it. Even if someone is talking beside him, he will not even want to listen until he gets to that point. So we are meant to run the race. Because there is no time. According to the book of Ecclesiastes, there is a time. Let's look at the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time. That is it. A time and a season to everything. That is, we don't have time. People waste time. You know, someone was asking me something yesterday. I was like, ah, do you visit um um Twitter? And I said, yeah, I do. I just do, I quickly check what I want to check because I go there for a purpose. I check what I want to check and then I leave. And person was like, you cannot use, can't you use 30 minutes to just get it? I said, 30 minutes is very valuable out of my time. 30 minutes because a lot of visions are running on my head and I'm like, how do I fulfill this? How do I fulfill this? God help me and I keep praying. And I keep praying. But there is no time. People feel they have time. There is no time for things that we are dwelling on. We are dwelling on... Um, on um, do you even think what is the time of God for the work you are doing? Many people feel that... Uh, the time I feel that the salary is not okay, that's when I will give. That, that might not be the time of God. There is a time of God that spent this time do this. And that is why, because last year, I think I told so many people last year, that God told me something. He said that make use of this time. Well, last year, I think I said it to a lot of people last year before we, before we entered the year. I said, God told me, he said, make use of this time well because a time is coming and the next year is coming that things will begin to happen so fast that we will all wish we had a preparation time like last year. And I said it, if anybody, those, I think some of them will say, what because I, I said it in one of the teaching I was doing and I told them, I said, that was what God told me. And even when I posted it on my sister, I said, God told me, he said, that you should make use of this time well, because everything will happen so fast that we wish we all had a preparation time like last year. You know, I got somewhere today and the person was like saying that, ah, if I had, if I have another holiday like last year, I'll be able to name this. And I was like, what did you use the whole 2020 to do? And the person was like, ah, I really cannot say because we didn't understand God's timing. 
God doesn't allow anything to happen to a believer in vain. That's my belief. Nothing happens to a believer in vain. There is a plan and design of God for it. It is not a delay to a believer. It is a plan of God for a believer. It is not a delay. It might be a delay to the person that feels that, ah, I really don't know what I should do now. This time is God. But it's not a delay to a child of God that knows that this timing is the only time you have to prepare. Because things begin to happen so far that we all wish that, ah, why I wish I had a month like, had years and months like 2020 to be able to prepare for all these things. Not so many nations will begin to walk, they begin to regret some actions because they didn't prepare at that time in 2020. So let us understand the pace of all of our race. If it is 30 kilometers per hour that God wants you to run, run it at that steady point. Don't go below and don't go above. Many people have gone above God, and that is why they die on time. Because no, I was beginning to think about so many things for the past days and I was like, God, why is it that people just die on time today and everything is just happening like that? And God says, some people are fasting things that are meant to be at the same point. Who are me? At age 60, God expected this person to be using a vehicle. But he's already using it at age 30. Definitely, there might not be anything for him after that 60 years. But he has fastened everything of 60 years to 30. What do you expect? Then after 30, he has to go. So let us understand the timing of God and the pace of God for whatsoever we are doing. That God, how do you want me to run it? Don't let someone trouble you to increase your race or lower your race if God has given you a particular design. So you should run the race and not walk it. Because those that walk it, they are liable to stop on the road. Because the person that I know I've done, I, we, we, while I was in secondary school, we did um, country race and relays. And what I understood was that I kept on, if I keep on running and not that and not walking, I tend to be looking at ah, this one going to, this one going to, this one. I don't listen to people. I keep running, I keep running. Even when I'm tired, I keep running, I keep running, I keep running. But someone that is walking is tempted to stop on the road. He's tempted to go back. He's tempted to relax. He's tempted to rest. He's tempted to any foundations can come. But if you are running it at the pace of God, if you are running at the race, the, the timing of God, everything begins to come. He says, seek for the kingdom of God and righteousness. And all other things begin to come. So you have to run the race and not walk it. And the third one, which I also be talking extensively of, is that this race is not a competition. It is your race. It is your race. It is not a competition. That is what have killed a lot of people. People think that this world we have come to compete. No, it is not competition. I want you to change that orientation because in the design of God, this is your race. It is not a competition. If someone is running, if I have a person of the same age as I am, if he's, if he's running at, this, at a pace of maybe like 200 kilometers per hour, and my own design from God is to run maybe 50 kilometers per hour for now. And 
I begin to look at him and I say, oh, no, 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 I can't be like, I have to also increase my weight. I want to be like him, I want to be like him, I want to be like him. But you don't want to be like the designer of God for your life. So you have to understand that this is not a condition, it is your race. Let's look at the book of, uh, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. We look at um, verse first Corinthians chapter nine, verse twenty-four, twenty-four to twenty-seven. He says, "Know ye not?" Verse twenty-four to twenty-seven. He said, "Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one." Received the price. Look at verse 25. So wrong that he may obtain. You can see that verse also. It says, wrong, not walk. So wrong that he may obtain. And every man, look at verse 25. And every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. But we are incorruptible. I therefore so wrong, not as a son uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. See the way Paul Apostle was talking. He said, not as the one that run without with uncertainty, not that I'm running without knowing where I'm going, not that I'm beating the air, but I keep, look at verse 27, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means we when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. So we are meant to understand that this is not a competition. There is a price for that person. There is a price for you if you are able to win the race. If you are able to get to the end of the race. So please and please, the way we live our life, the way we do things, let it be in the accountance of God. Many people will be like, how do I know this? How do I know this? How do I know this? You can, you can know them when you are available for God. God always dispose and make things available for them that are ready to hear from me. Every night before I sleep, I tell God, God, reveal what next unto me. Reveal what next unto me. Because I need to know the next agenda in God's plan. God doesn't, I have kept on saying it, God doesn't preserve the man for the next day for a waste. God is not a wasteful being. He doesn't keep you as like, ah, probably, ah, maybe I'm become good for long, let him just keep me there and just let me, just let me continue living my No, there is a reason. Nobody that is, a, that is a drunkard and you are cared for the next day, there is a reason for it. It's not that God just scared you and think that you should continue with the wickedness. No, there is a reason for it. Probably you have a plan for you to become a next gospel, uh, to become next gospel artist, or to become a man of God, or to become a child of God, or to become a servant in this banger. But we all think that uh, I woke up the next day, then it was my plan. Uh, no, that's why I started with, let us start with God with God. He kept you for the next day for a reason. He kept us today's time for a reason. No man can receive anything except he being given by God. 
So he kept us for this movement for a reason. Why? Let us discover it. Let us pray for it. That God, why am I in this moment? Why am I kept for the next minute? If we see the next minute, there's a reason. Many cannot see the next minutes because God doesn't have a next. Because there is no other things. So we need to discover the reasons and the plans of God for us for the next seconds, for the next minute, for the next. If you say, if you say, ah, I, I was scared for the next seconds. Now, if you see the next seconds, now the next seconds start counting. Then we have to tell God, I thank you for keeping me for the next seconds. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And God will drop something in your mind. Something righteous, something positive. God doesn't drop something negative. That is the way to diversify whether what you are receiving is from God or from the devil. Because many people are always clouded by what is in their thoughts. They think that God can also speak evil. God doesn't speak evil to you. He will speak righteous things. So, what, how do you, are you running the race? You are kept for the next minute. You are kept for the next day. We are kept for the next month. We are kept for the next year. Everybody that saw 2021, there is a reason for God for seeing it. There is a reason and there is a plan of God for seeing it. He has everything in the soul that, ah, the reason I think favor should still do this, favor should still do that, favor should still do this. Then I shall pray, God, you, your agenda is I should do something. Show me what you want me to do. The day a man becomes a waste to God is the day the person will be relieved of his work. Everybody is having a work to do. And the day will become a waste that, ah, I'm a waste then. Remember, 7,000 have been kept. That let us look at what he do. Let us look out. And that's why we keep, need to keep the keep running the race. You know, once there is about 7,000, the man of God always says that says it that, that, that everything that always comes to his mind is that if he fumbles or he just does nothing, there are 7,000 waiting for him. So he doesn't have to stop. If it is a person that is not working, 7,000 people are waiting. And they are waiting that. God, use me, use me, use me, use me, use me. And then someone is now walking and now doing, walking sluggishly. They ask you to come to church service. You feel that it's not my time, it's not this, and they're doing everything the way you want, the way you plan. Whereby 7,000 are waiting and they are crying to God daily that God, use me, use me, use me, use me. Do you know how many people are crying to God to be in the position we are? So that's why we need to run the race and say, God Almighty, you need to finish that, give me another one. Because the moment you finish that task, that I made for 7,000, you join another 7,000 for the next task that another person is into. I don't know if you understand it. Assuming the task God wants you to achieve, God wants you to meet like um, 5,000 souls. You run the race, you met 5,000 souls. No, for that one 5,000 souls, there are 7,000 waiting. And then, the next, uh, the next agenda is there. The next agenda probably is 10,000. And then, you will also join, you know, some, some people are also running that 10,000 race. You will also join the 10,000 that are waiting for the person that is running the 10,000 race. And that is how it continues. It continues. So immediately that person from whose God, Fix up on that. Nothing with God in sudden 
we or nothing God meet with meets God in uh, uh, on our ways. No, it's not possible. God has prepared everything. So we have to run the race because it is your race and not a competition. No? I was this I was hearing some things whereby someone was saying that ah let my marriage be like this, let my marriage be like this. Take take the design of God for your own marriage. It is not the same way. It might work for someone and not work for you. You have to discover the plan of God for what you and say, God Almighty, what is your plan for me? But his plans are always righteous. So if you see a righteous man, a probably in his marriage, you, you can still look at God Almighty, see the marriage of this person. I want my right my marriage to be righteous like this, to be this, to be this, to be that, to be that. Not that ah. The way this person is also talking about like you can talk like that and it becomes fight in your family. So you have to discover the design of God for whatsoever you are doing. Probably you see someone that is uh, very intelligent and very well. Most scientists are always saying like, ah, see this person become this, this person became that, this person became that. I said, glory to God. There is a design of God for me. There is a plan of God for me. The plan of God is the best plan. That to the extent that the person that you see today, he only is in his own. My own is also coming. So we need to understand God's timing and God's plan for our life and God's design for our life. So it is, it is not, it is not a competition. It is your race. Though many people are, we are all running the race, and that's why many people call it a competition because everybody is running the race. But it is your race. It is your track. It is your name. Nobody can, nobody, the way God has designed the whole world is that nobody can cross to another person's name. Immediately you cross to another person's name. Your life is not going to be fulfilling the purpose of God. So it is your race because what, man, you have a will. That's why it is your race. If it is a competition, you don't have your will. In a competition, you have your Because a competition, it has been determined that this is uh, this is how you walk, this is how you must do, this is how you must do. You don't have to cross on that person. But if it, since it is your race, you can decide to stop on your track. You can decide to be looking at that because it is your race. So it is your race because man, you have a will. And let your will be the will of God. That God, I need is my will. That's why God gave man every will. He gave Adam and Eve the will to run their race. And they formed good. But that was really God rejected them. He gave them the next plan. So it is your days because one, you have a will. Two, you have a predestined end. There is a predestined end for every. Every believer and every child of God, every person under the heavens, there is a predestined end. But your will can determine whether you are going to get to that end or not. There is a predestined end for everybody, every every person under the heavens. But your will, that's why I started with your will. There is a place whereby the track has been sent and said, this is where you have to end. That is the predestined end. This is what you have to have, this is how you have to get this, this is how you have to get it. But your will can decide whether you have to get to that end or not. So it is, it is, it is your race because man, you have a will. Let your will be the will of God. 
Two, you have a predestined end. Let God direct you. Three, you have a blueprint you are meant to follow. Let your life follow your blueprint. Let your life follow the design of God. God is not tired to speak new things to new people. God is not tired to tell people things they have to do next. God is not tired. He never told any man that I am tired. Help me to tell you. No. God is not tired. If you request for him, God, what is the next thing in my agenda? He will tell you the next thing. So it is, it is, you have a blueprint to follow. And you have to follow it. So that things will work in God's shape. Not your shape. Things will work in God's shape. God, you know, I was thinking about, um, I was praying yesterday and I was telling God, God, let that will be done on this, let that will be done on this, let that will be done on this. And one thought just came to me, just say, why don't you give God some choices? And I was like, God, God cannot choose something bad or choose something evil for me. No, God is not like a man that he can give me bad choices. He can give me bad things. No. So God just pray for us. What is your next agenda for me? If God says, stay at home today. And if you are, how will I go to work? How will I do this? How will I do that? How will I do that? And God will just look at you because it's your spirit. And you, you tell me, ah, I have to go to this, or I have to do this, I and God tell you. Probably God is trying to prevent you from something. But the message of God is not short that even if he has warned you, he can still save you. But there are some people that they don't receive the message of God to be saved after. So let your race be determined by God. Because you have a blueprint to follow. Then number four, you have tasks to achieve. You have tasks to achieve. You know the man of God ministered something during that December regime. He said that if, if, we, if we do not achieve what God expects us to achieve, we cannot make it to heaven. If God says we have to meet this also number of people and we cannot meet and we didn't meet them, we cannot meet. And I keep praying to God Almighty that God help me. I want to discover the task. What do you have for me? What, what am I to do? What you know, some people have been so faithful to the essence that they know they know the things that are meant they are meant to achieve. They are quoting that God has told them that this and this you have to achieve, this, this and this you have to achieve. And that is why Paul was able to say it. If you look at what Paul said, um look at what Paul said, he says, I have finished my course. Because he was able to download that course from heaven and he looked at ah this is uh, what you have to do 101, this and all that and was able to discover the course and the direction and the pattern of God for him. So he was able to follow and he said I finished my course because I saw them and I was able to execute them. And I began to pray to God, God Almighty, what is my course? What are those things, not just that I'm in the direction, not only being in the direction, but what are you to do in the direction? You know, some are in the direction, but what are you to do in the direction? So you have to discover the plan and the design of God. Many people are in the line, they are in the lane, but what does God want you to do in that lane? You have not discovered it, He is not going to make it. Because there is a predestined end, there is a task we are meant to achieve. Many people are following probably, uh, probably uh, for instance, 
if a person is traveling to um, in Lagos State now and is following the express and he's on the right track, he's following the express and he's following the right track. But God wanted him to achieve something on that road. But he's on the right track, he's following it. But he did not know what God wanted to achieve on that road. That is what is happening to so many believers. And we think that we are going the right way. Whereby God is just shaking it. And he's looking at this person is in the right path. But he's not fulfilling his purpose. You are in the right track doesn't mean that you have fulfilled your purpose. In the right track, doing what you are meant to be doing. Not that you are in the right track but are doing otherwise. So discover the plan and the design of God for your life so that your life will not just be a waste to God. So you have a task to achieve and then number five, you have legacy to leave. Every man is meant to leave a positive legacy because your track, not that people will follow your, not that your track will be given to another person. That's what I want us to change and entertain. Now, you are following your own race, you are following your track. Your track is not that it's going to be given to another person. The legacy you are going to leave is going to show that person, the next person, that this, why you are running your race, what is going to pass through, just like if you have track A, track B, let's say track A and track B, you followed you, you followed track A, and you got to, you got to a particular end, you stopped. Someone coming from track B, we see the way you have worked in track A, that is your legacy. So you have a legacy to live. We all have a legacy to live. What legacy have, legacy have we been living? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Which life have we been living? Is it the life that is worthy of emulation or the life that people will see and say, no, hey, don't look at that. What legacy have you been living? There is no time for anything. There is only a time. And we are meant to achieve it as quick and soon as possible before our time will be gone. You know, the timing of those that God gave talents to, gave one five, he gave one three, he gave one one. And he gave them a timing. The five quickly added five to his own. The three added more to his, to his own. Now the man went to God, buried it, and was waiting to give back to the master. And the time came. The same time came for the three of them. It's not just like, uh, because this one finishes, let me just come and No, the same time came for all of them. So there is a time for everybody. The person that is running as fast as possible, the person that is working slowly, the person that is still okay, the person that has never started at all. There is a time for everyone. So we have to decide and decide what you have to do. That you have to decide for God. God, I'm deciding for you. The earlier, the better. Because there is only a limitation to what man can do. So we have to discover the design of God as we are running the race of 2021. What does God want me to do? If we are following the track of God, that God has told you some things in 2020 that from the servant God has told us to grow. But what are you growing? That's what you need to ask yourself. God, in which area do you want me to grow this year? In which area do you want me to grow this year? That's the prayer of the prayer. God, which area should I grow? Which area should I go? Which area should I So we need to discover the plan of God and the design of God even if you are in the direction. So many are not in the direction that you are still lingering in 
in sin. They are still lingering in, uh, in the hands of Satan. I beseech you, make decisions for Jesus, make decisions for God. Because there is only a time for everything a man has to do. If you think that, ah, I still have a lot of time, I still have 50 years to use, who told you? So there is limitations to what man can do. Only God is limitless. And you have to go to the limit, go that God Almighty, I want to run this race. Not that I'll be walking and be looking like, ah, what is happening? That is what is happening to so many people in church today. They are in the right this, they are in the right track, which is the church. But what are they doing? They are walking in the church. And in their walking, that's when they see someone that is backbiting. Ah! See this person talking, let me talk with him. And they begin to buy buy, they begin to talk, they begin to uh, gossip, they begin to do that. But a person that is running the race doesn't have time to look at the person that is backbiting because as he is running, a lot of visions and things are coming that he has to achieve. Because we have a task to achieve. And there is limited time for everything. Because we cannot go back to the time of yesterday. So what are you using that time for? Discover the design of God. So the plan, the, the, the embassy for today is that for this year we have to discover, and that is what I've been waiting for God for this year, how he wants everything to be. That God Almighty, how do you want this to be? How do you want? And he has been giving some direction on another that do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And that is no, that's last year, and last year God told me, said like for the next seven Thursdays of the um year. They're inviting people to come and speak. And those that are invited, I was like, God, when they answer me, will they be able to come and go, how will I tell them? How it will be, I'll be able to do this, will be able to do this? And God will say, just tell them. And glory be to God, they honored it. And I was like, wow, God, you are wonderful. Because it was in the design of God. Not that, ah, ah. I can't do it, I can't do it, and then I begin to run it the way I do. I'm in the trap, but I begin to run it, do I now start begin to run it in my own way? No. But I was like, ah, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. And most times when they about getting close, they'll be like, ah, will we be able to do it today? But the thing is just to come and say, yeah, if you happen, it will take place, it will do this. So we have to discover the design and the plan of God for us. Irrespective of age, you might have spent 30 years doing the wrong thing. You might have spent 30 years in the right track but doing the wrong thing. You might have spent 50, 40, no matter of years, you might have spent it in the right track but doing your own thing, not God's thing. There is difference between being in the right track and doing God's thing. Many are in the right track doing their own thing. Doing what is coming across to them. You know that's what happens to me. Then the right track will say about the power Anything that comes, that's what we do. Anything that comes, that's what Not that, ah, God, what do you want me to do? Two choices come. You said before, nobody else said before you life and then, but I tell you, choose life. But as anything that comes out today, I'll choose death. Tomorrow I'll choose life. Today I'll choose death. But they are doing their own thing, doing it their own way. So I beseech us. Because this is a word to me, is a word to you, that we are to discover the design of God for 2021. So that we might not be doing the right thing and be doing the doing our own thing. 
you are really a designer of God, but you are doing the wrong thing. You have never even discovered the design of God, and you are doing the right thing to be called the wrong thing. So, brethren and people of God and children of God, it is high time we come to recognize that there is a design and a power plan of God for us. So throughout this year, we are going to be having a lot of things to, um, to, to, to be able to help our faith and to be able to cause us to believe, to discover the design of God for every area of our life. So this year is going to be a wonderful section. Uh, like the way God has ministered some things to me, and it's like, talk to this person, tell this person about this, tell this person about this, tell this person. And I'll be like, ah, God will make me be able to run on this way. And God is saying, don't worry. Because there is a plan for everything. And I pray that God Almighty this year will disclose his plans and his design for us in Jesus' name. Our life will not just be a waste this year. No matter what happens to any believer this year, take it that it is not happening for happiness. If you are in God's plan, if you are sorry, if you are if you have discovered the design of God, a believer doesn't think anything just happen that way that is why the old testament and the apartments of God they didn't believe that there was any devil because of the way because of the way they have put their faith in God because they discovered the plan God told Abraham come out of your father's house and he came out he discovered that ah this is the design of God this is, but today, what always brings about the presence of devil is because we always doubt God. So this year, let us put a soul faith in God that God, you have spoken this. You have spoken this. Let it come to pass. It will come to pass. But let me discover what you want me to do, how you want me to do it. And God because us to discover them in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you have any questions, you can drop them, or if you have any um, message, you can drop them in the comment box, or you send your message to me on WhatsApp or anywhere. And I pray that this year God will disclose His design for us in Jesus' name. So, one first thing, let your starting point be with God. Two, you are running the race, not you are not expected to be walking. You are expected to be running, but run it at the pace of God. The way God is directing you. Do this today. Do it. Not that you do extra or you do more. You are expected to do this tomorrow. Do it. Do it in the pace of God. Not in the pace of man or in the pace of your way. No, I said when I started that, many people they say they start their day with God but they start it with their way. Because they are only presenting their will, they only when they were praying for the devotion, they presented their own will to God, not that they accepted God's will. Probably God, God's design for them for that day was that ah, this person will minister to this, but it'd be like ah, I'm rushing to this something. Let, let me do this, let me do this quickly. But they prayed, oh. so you are running the race and not expected to walk it. A person that walk it will see so many things happening. We see so many things going wrong, and he can stop, he can stop out, he can pull back, and anything out. And then, number three, it is your race. Discover the plan of God for your race. But you can look at a lot of people, a lot of men of God that have the pattern their way in righteousness. You can look at them and say, Ah, God Almighty, 
help me. I want to walk this way. I want to walk this way. I'm, I'm going to help you. Because righteousness is one. We don't have two Jesus. It's just one Jesus. We don't have two righteousness. It's just one righteousness. It is man that begins to differentiate between one righteousness and another righteousness so that uh, so that they'll be it's going to please their flesh. But we only have one Jesus. We only have one master. We only have one body. So let us discover the plan of God for our life in Jesus. And God Almighty will help us this year. We shall not go or run the race and miss in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's sing this song. I'm running the race to meet my Redeemer. I am running the race to meet my Redeemer. So next week again is another going to be another glorious time in God's presence. 5 p.m. is the time, Nigerian time, on Thursday on Facebook. And we're going to be having a YouTube uh, channel. Please, whenever it's out, please let's try to subscribe to it. We're going to be uh, bringing all those messages that we have had last week. We're going to be posting it there. And we're going to be constantly filling it with the videos. I will pray that God Almighty will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you for joining today and have a nice session. Don't, don't forget to pray for me. Don't forget to pray for the church of God. And don't forget to pray for the whole world. God will bless us this new year in Jesus' name. Amen. So have a good day. Don't forget to share the program. Don't forget to tell it to others. And living the true design is the design of God for us to have and to do things in Jesus' name. We pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We appreciate you for today. We give you all the glory because you are God, because you are the one that ordained things. We thank you for your design for us today again. We appreciate you because you are the one that makes things to work the way you want it to do. Say no man can receive anything except you give it to him for a hope. We pray that this word that we have had is going to speak your, is going to speak life, is going to germinate good things in the life of every era in the name of Jesus. We pray by this time that we will be meeting if Christ starts next week. We pray that you minister to us and give us more revelation. Thank you for today. Thank you for living the true design. And thank you for your vessel that you have used for us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Join us next week Thursday, 5 p.m. this time. Stay blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. pleasant time in God's presence and I want to appreciate everyone that is joining today and I pray that Lord God divine will be with us and is going to meet with us in the name of Jesus. Welcome and I say God bless you. Let's sing this song before we start. Glory to your name, your name, O oh Lord. Glory to your name, your Your name.
Glory be to your name. Oh, glory, glory to your name. Your name, oh Lord. Glory to your name. Your name. Because you have something and you have great things in your plan for us. Because you have better things and better options for us. Lord, bless your name. Say, be the exalted Lord in Jesus' name. We pray that we will receive from you that you God will speak to us. You speak through me and you touch us at every point that we need in the name of Jesus. We pray that your word will be spread and life to the souls in the name of Jesus. We pray that we will be realigned wherever we have missed it in the name of Jesus. We pray that the places that we need you encounter, the places that we need your touch, even every of our life, we pray that you touch us in the name of Jesus. This evening, we pray that you speak to us. This short moment, we pray that you talk to us. Thank you, Jesus, because of answered our prayers. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Welcome to this time. Great time in God's presence. And I want to appreciate everybody that has been joining thus far from, um, from the time we started this program. This is the 18th week actually. But this is the year, but it's the 18th week. I want to appreciate everyone that has been joining and everybody that has been watching so far. I want to bless God for the last um, time. That's last week. I want to appreciate everybody that worked. It was great. We have a great use last week. I want to appreciate God for that. Now we're going to be going through the continuation of what we discussed last week, and that this today we're going to be the end of what we have been discussing since last week because we'll be starting on that particular category, category of um, of this living the true design, which is going to be for families. So we're going to be going through that from next week for families, and and um, an awesome person is going to be coming to. Minister to us, but I will not say the name, I will not say the identity, so that I will not be. Um, uh, I would like to put us in suspense so that I will be able to know that we are going to be having a great person um, taking us from this week to talk about families, living in the true design for families. And I pray that God Almighty will bless us through everyone that is going to use in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, last week we talked, we started that um, living the true design. In your Christian race, that is not Christian race. There is this path that we are following, this race that we are going through is called the Christian race, and it is essential that we know that there is a plan, there is a design for that particular race. That is, if we don't discover the design of God for our race, 
we will not be able to do the will of God. Many people are joining, joining the Christian race and not in the design of, of God. That is, their journey in the Christian race is not in the design of God. They copied another person's design. They didn't discover their own design for that Christian race. And then they will not be able to please God. There is difference between you copying and discovering your own design. And we're going to be going through that. We're going to be taking that also today. That is... Last week we talked about three points, that is, your race is meant to start with God. Many couldn't start with God, but wherever you are, it should be your starting point. Anywhere you are, it can be your starting point. Probably you are 20 years, you are 50 years, you are 30 years. Wherever you are, you notice that your starting now have not been with God, then you should start now. And then you make your starting point so that your ending point will be glorious. I was discussing with someone yesterday and I told, I said, I said, no man is good except with Christ. No man. If a man says, I'm a Christian, I'm a this, I'm a that, if you don't see Christ in him, there's difference between religion and being in Christ. There's difference between having the religion, Christianity, and being in Christ. Many people are only professing the Christian religion and not in Christ. And I told the person, I said that no man is good, nobody is good, I am not good, anybody is not good, if you take away Christ from us, every man is wicked if Christ is absent. And I asked, I said, what is your reason for doing this or doing this? And then say it's a great question, but cannot we be able to give answers to it? No, it is meant for us to discover that in this Christian race, in this our journey, we are meant to, to, to align into the design of God. By the time we are lying to the design of God, that time we will be able to get the plans and the things that God has in store for us. He says, And my God shall supply all, need, all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Those riches can only be supplied if you are in the right track. If you are not in the right track, your allocation will not be able to get to you in the wrong location. So, Living the true design of Christian race. Last week we told that our race is meant to have a starting point, which is the starting point. God should be the starting point. Then two, we are talking about that we are expected to walk to we are not expected to walk the race, but to run the race. Because a man that walks is able to is still uh, being engaged by different things going on around. But if he's running the race, he is going to be looking forward. And looking on to the on, on to the finisher, the auto and the finish of it. But a person that is walking might not be looking at the auto and the finish of it. But we only be concerned about things going on around him. And that is why majority of people backslide. Because they are only walking and not running the race. Many people still think that there is time. We leave them without time. But the, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ is closer than we think so we are not meant to walk the race but to run the race and then the third one is that the christian race is not a competition but a personal race we are meant to discover that this race is personal it is not a competition the christian race is not a competition that is you see someone like this is doing this or, or uh, so many people they, they 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 think that this christian race is more of a competition to them. You see someone that is speaking in tongues and then you feel that ah, me too, I, must, I must be this. Not You can use that as a motivation to increase your spiritual growth. Not that you have to kill yourself 
not discovering. You know, some people they say someone possess a particular gift and they feel like I must get this gift by fire by force, and then they go through some diabolic means to get that particular things. Then your Christian race is questionable. So you you when you remember you see someone and say, Ah, I cherish and I envy this particular gift, then go back to God and give out gift. I say, God, I need this gift, I need this. But there's people that won't go through the right means and then they will be Thinking that it is competition, whereby you see someone that is ministering today and you feel that, ah, me too, I have to find my own means of ministry. No. So it is not a competition, it is a personal race. There is timing, and then you must run it at the pace of God. There is a pace of God for every running. You shouldn't be running faster than God. Many people are running ahead of God. They are ahead of God. It's not them to be running behind God. The ahead of God. So it is meant for us to discover the plan and the design of God for our Christian race. So that it will not just be a waste. Because many people, it is so unfortunate that many people, their Christian race is a waste to God. Because you have not discovered the plan and the purpose of God for you in that Christian race. And it is meant for us to discover that plan and design of God. If we discover the plan and the design of God for us in that Christian race, then we'll be able to receive so many things from God. See, the moment you are able to get your right location, then your location will be given to you. But many of us, most of us, we have not discovered our location. Then our location is waiting for us in that location that you have left. Then today we're going to be going through more of those things and we're going to be having four points because I'm just, I'm just having seven points concerning living the true desire in a Christian race. I will ask, I just have four points for today. And is that the race is not the new thing, but you is, but the new thing is the discovery of your own design. Now let me explain. The race, this, this Christian race is not a new thing, it's not new. But you discovering your own design is the new thing. Let's look at the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9. 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 It says, The thing that had been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Now, concerning this particular passage, the thing is that the race itself is not the new thing, but you discovering your design is the new thing. It will nullify this particular verse. Many people still think this verse that seed is normal or ah, there is nothing new. But it is meant for you to discover your own design, then it will make that particular thing new. No one can leave your own design. That's what I want you to understand. No one can leave your own design. It cannot be given to another man. Everybody, God is so about to get it because it's a mystery. So no man can leave your own design. It's a new thing. The race itself is not new. Everybody's joining the Christian race. The same path you followed. Millions of people have followed it. Millions of Christians have followed it. You are not the first person to get a particular thing. You are not the first person to eat pounded yam. You are not the first person to eat um, amala. You are not the first person to take salad. You are not the first. No, are, those things are not the new thing. But you discovering your own design is the new thing. And this is because, one, only God, only in God, we have new things. You can only get new 
things from God. But if you think that, ah, just let me live the way life comes, then you will not be able to get new things. New things is only discoverable in God. Whenever you go to God and say, God Almighty, show me my design, show me what you have for me, show me my template, show me my plans, show me things that I ought to follow, then God will be able to show you that you see it is a new thing. Because only thing, only new things are found in God. You cannot find new things in man. Man, someone that becomes a professor today, someone has been that before. He's just tied to that first. Someone, the, 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 the level of your knowledge that got into that professorship, someone have got into that level but didn't get that title. That's just what you need to know. That that one is not the new thing. New thing is not a man. New thing is not in the world. Nothing is new in the world. Everything is just a follow-up of what you have done before. Everything. But new things are discoverable in God. That people will see that and they say, wow, where do you get this from God? Where do you get this from? And say, wow. We have not seen this before because it is new. You know, I'm so, so I'm always so surprised that you see so many of God, you see them preach, 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 and I'll be like, wow, where did they get this particular strength from? It is not from man. There are some things that you cannot get from man. There are some things that you cannot get from the world. It is from God. There are some levels of strength that it is new. No people think that uh, there's no level that you are working that people have not gone through before. There's no amount of things that you have that people have not. Oh, that ones they are things of the world, they are things of um, that we follow the same thing. But things in God is always very new. There is a new strength towards man. That is, if a man ends his own strength in God today, if 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 the strength of a man ends today, there is a new strength for another person. That is God. So there is no the race itself is not a new thing, but you discovering your design in that list. Is the new thing. The Christian race is not the new thing. Millions and thousands of people have joined this Christian race. It is not the new thing. But we discovering our own design, our own particular template, our own blueprint in that race is the new thing. It's not that people have not discovered their own design. No, that's not what I'm saying. But your own design is the new thing in that race, not the race itself. And then two, Man has not and can never exhaust the newness of God. We cannot exhaust the newness of God. No man. From the beginning of the world to the end of the world, we cannot exhaust the newness of God. Do you know why? Let's look at the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 19. Isaiah 43, verse 19. Isaiah 43. Verse 19. He said, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink. Oh, sorry, and wheat and rivers in the desert. So if you look at that passage, verse 19 it says, I will do a new thing. So, things about God, man have not been able to exhaust the newness in God. We cannot exhaust that newness in God. From the beginning of the world to the end of the world, we cannot exhaust that newness in God. But, you can decide not to get new things from God. No man think 
the, 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 there is a new proportion of you know, the, the kind of prayer I always pray is kind of different from what people pray because I always discover some kind of revelation for prayer. If I'm in a, if I'm in a congregation, if you, give, if you give us prayer points, it's not the same prayer point I pray because I discover some levels of revelations from it. Because not everything is different to individuals. If we pray the same prayer points in the congregation, it is different to individuals. Because we have to discover our own design in that prayer. Now, as we pray that God Almighty empower me, empower me, empower me. Now, what level of power are we praying for that is going to be new? That is going to be a design, new design? Whereby you, your own power is going to, you know, God is so dynamic to the extent that the different patriarchs of the, the different men of faith that we have been saying, we have been seeing through different diverse of gifts in their life. We have been seeing different diverse of powers in their life because they have been exercising it. Because they discovered a new design. So please and please, this is a it's a war towards us all into me to you. It's a mystery that God is speaking through me and it's for us. So we are meant to discover our design in this Christianity. And man cannot exhaust the goodness of God. He says his, day, his messes are new every morning. That is, for man, for God to, for the next morning of God to come like this, his message is new. And before the next morning of God can come, you cannot exhaust the first morning. No man has been able to exhaust that first morning. Because they say the day before God is like 1,000 years. So we have not been able to exhaust the, the message of God in the day. Throughout the whole world, they have not been able to exhaust the goodness and the faithfulness and the mercy of God in a day. Then, how will we be able to exhaust the second day? I want to appreciate our brother. Thank you for that. So, we cannot exhaust the newness of God. Then, let's look at the third one. The third, the third reasons why it is your own discovery of, the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of your design that is a new thing. Um, say, God is so dynamic. To the extent every man's design is not the same unless you refuse to live, unless you desire to live the same. That is, God is so dynamic that every man's design is different. But you can desire and you can decide to live the same. Let's look at the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. The book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 7. It says, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Is it? But to unto every one of us, it didn't say to everybody. Every one of us is given grace according. That's what I want us to understand. That God is so dynamic that He gives every man different design. That if the billions of people in the world today begin to, if we discover the designs of God, we will say that the world will become a better place to live in because everybody will be assigned to a particular duty. And the world, you know, there's something we call division um, of people. If we understand the design of God, I, 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 I want to tell you, if every Christian understands the design of God, there will not be a clash in Christianity. 
But many of us might think that is a lie. But it's a truth and it's a mystery. If every Christian in the world today discover the desires of God for them, the Christianity is going to become a better place because God is going to be able to approach, pop, um, appropriate it in a way that there will not be clash. Probably is going to give um, this person is going to give him a healing ministry. In that healing ministry, we give him his own design. If we give another person healing ministry, in that healing ministry, we give him another design. That is how God will share it to the whole world. But the reason there is a clash in Christianity today is because majority didn't discover designs of God for them. They copied another person's design. And then that copy is given to another man. And then when you look at the other man that has been given the original design from God, when you look at him and you see the way he's doing these things, and then they will not devise their own means. And that's what is happening in Christianity today. They will not devise their own means, and then they will look for how they will also similarize their design to the original design. And that is what is happening today. They will not begin to bring up their own doctrine so that you have the same levels of uh, design that person that God has given, and that is what is happening. That that is why the Papa is going down because we have not discovered the designs of God. If we discover the designs that God has for individual, I bet you with us revival will spring up. But majority of us want to be like I, I want to do like this person. I want to. What is your own design? Probably God wants you to be in the singing ministry that you are going to uphold faith there. Then stay there and discover the designs of God for you there. And then you continue to be self-fascinated and you know how God will do it. So it's meant for us to discover the designs and the, 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 the plans of God and the blueprint for, of God for us. And the blueprint of God for our lives. So the other thing we're going to be having, which is the fifth one today, is that... The fifth one is that there are challenges aligned along the track. That is, there are challenges all over the track or the race. There are challenges. Challenges have been stationed to every junction of that race. Challenges are there. You begin to meet challenges one way or the other, and you begin to meet challenges. You maybe at this so so age there's a challenge for it. At this next age, there's a challenge for it. So there are challenges along that track. Now, what happens is that when you are moving in another person's track, you begin to meet his own challenges that are more than your own capacity. That is what is happening to many people. And they begin to feel that, ah, these things that I'm doing is more than me. Go, why do you give me what is more than what I can take? Why do you give me... This is what I want you to know. God cannot bring something that is more than your level of faith. Let's assume the case of Job. As if someone was copying Job, as if someone wanted to do that, ah, let me also do that, Job, let me also do that, let me also do the way he's doing. Assuming they want to copy Job, or they want to be like how Job was, and the same thing that came to Job came upon them, that was challenges on his own way. And the same thing that came upon Job came to him. He will be able to say, God, why do you give me things that, why do you give me things that I cannot be able to give me? No, because it is not your track. It is not your, it is not the, that is not your own track. Discover your own track and stay good to it. And you will see challenges that your grace have not proportioned to you. 
You know how much life is as we are told that the grace is given to every individual according to the gift of Christ Jesus in it. So, if you follow your own track, definitely you will meet things that your grace will help you to overcome. And even if you pray for more grace, to help you to overcome. But if you are following that person's track, you have not been able to grow spiritually. There's, you know, most, I always say this, copy a copy of a thing, because that is what is happening in the sense today. That's, if, we are, if we want to be sincere with ourselves, that is one thing that is happening to that me and Christians today, but you want to copy the way they do, they want to copy the way they do. You know, there, there, there was this day that um, we had a program in Illinois and it's called Overcomers Praise and I, we invited some, um, we invited Pastor Caleb and the Lively Soul Singers and then the minister. And after the ministration, um, one of our fathers, uh, one of my um, mentor, one of my father, um, Pastor Sidney, he called me and he said that, um, listen, these things, if you just, if it's truly the design of God and it's a ministry from God, from God to you, even if people try to copy it, I don't know what dropped in his mind that day and he told me, he said, even if people try to copy the same thing, you will see that with time, it will stop. And I was like, wow, what could have prompted him to say this? He said, but if this, he said, if this is the design of God, if this is the plan of God, if this is how God wants to do it, you see, people want to copy it, but they will not be able to do it. They will not be able to get, and that is what is happening. Many people are trying to copy the way some people are doing things so that they will be able to achieve the way they achieve. Whereby that is not the the design of God that, that, that God is having for you. It is a separate way that God is having for you. But everybody, to everybody, God design is good. No man will go in the design of God and regret it. That is what I want you to know. No man will go in the design of God and regret it. So there are challenges on the way. But there are two challenges on the Christian race. Two challenges, two main challenges. One, the challenges you incurred. And two, the challenges God allowed. Or let me say the challenges you allowed and the challenges God allowed. Now, the challenges you allowed is based on your will. Many people decide what they want to do. Uh, this is the case of Samson. Samson decided the path he wanted to follow. The path God gave him was not a part of destruction, but the path he followed was a wrong path because of his will. That's what he chose. He said, he told his friend, he said, look at this woman, marry her for me. And that was how he followed and got challenges that he himself chose. But there are some things that God allowed, challenges that God allowed in the way, which is the case of Job. God allowed it. In the Christian race, there are some things that God will allow to test your faith, to test your because I got I got um, a quote from someone. He said something. I, I couldn't get the uh, the the credit. I couldn't get the person that really said it. But he said he said he said something. He said a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. Now when I saw that quote, I was like, wow. And you know, I got I, I as, as I was preparing it, and that thing just struck me the way I got that quote from, and I couldn't get the credit anymore. But credit to anybody that said that. So he said, "Is a 
smooth sea is not a smooth sea never made a skipped sea road. That is, if along the track everything is smooth, you cannot be a skilled Christian. If everything along your way, if everything along your path is skilled, is smooth, you cannot become a skilled Christian. And that's why God allows some challenges so that it make us a skilled Christian. We'll be able to, and I was telling someone, I said, there are some things that happens. There are some things that happen so that we'll be able to grow. God will allow some things to happen to us so that we'll be able to test our level of growth. I said something sometimes ago when ministry and I said something. I said this year, what God dropped in my mind is that He said something. He said the year of preparation has come. He said the year of preparation has come. Many, many people will regret why they didn't prepare before now. Many people might say, "Yeah, I'm preparing, I'm preparing," but the time of preparation has come. No, the time of preparation has come. Many people might not be able to understand that level in spirit, but the time of preparation has come because so many things will face us. So many things will face us from now onward to test whether we have grown, to test whether we are growing, and to test whether you will grow. So we are meant to discover the designs of God because those things that will face you might not be things that you can overcome in another person's track. Probably God gave you a, um, evangelism, um, probably your ministry is to evangelize. Everybody has been given the ministry of evangelizing, but probably your own is to become an evangelist and God has given you that and you are now going to be singing. Though you can be evangelizing through your song, but gradually you begin to sing in parties, you begin to sing in so many things, and you begin to deviate from world evangelism, and you begin to center on money, you begin to center on how to get gains, you begin to center on how to do this, and you deviated from the evangelism. You know what? Challenges will come, but you will not be able to it's tiny because you are not in your design, you are not in your trap. So, the challenges God allows, the challenges that you allow. Let's look at the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 2, chapter 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. That's the case of Paul Apostle. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. 11 verse verse 24 to 30. 7 Corinthians 11, 24 to 30. Now he says, so let's see the way Paul opposed to go. He said, of the Jews, five times received I, 40 stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeys, often in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the Eden, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among the false brethren, in weariness and in painfulness, in watching often, in hunger and in thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness. Beside those things that are without that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Who is big and I am not big? Who is offended and I am not born? If I must need glory, I will glory of the things which concern my infirmities. Verse 31 says, The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore. 
knowing that I lie not. In Damascus, governor under Arasta the king kept the city of the Damascians with a garrison, desirous to apprehend me, and through a window in a basket was I let down by the wall and escaped his hand. Now look at the track that Paul followed. And someone just spring up from somewhere and just say, Ah, I want to follow you. Say, I want to do the way that uh, uh, Paul did. I don't want my own design. Just keep that away. Let me follow the way. You will see, these things will not come his way. He will not be shouting, God, why do you give me things that I cannot overcome? No, because that is not your track. Discover your own track. Discover your own way. Discover your own. There are some things that have faced some people that we need to discover. And we know that, ah, is this my plan? Is this the design of God? Is this how I'm going to follow? Is this what God has for me? Is this the plan of God for me? So that you will not be able to be having problems that are more than what you can bear. So, discover the plans of God for you and discover. And know that one thing is that the race is not the new thing. But you discovering that your design is the new thing. And two, challenges are on the way. And you have to overcome. Then three, you cannot run the race alone. Therefore, learn. Learning is a virtue. It is not. It is not um, something. You know the way people describe it as if you are, um, you get from people. You understand things from people. But learning is a virtue. To learn, it takes humility. It takes humility to learn. Many people don't learn anymore. They feel that who is that person talking? Who is the person taking? Who is the person teaching? Who is the person talking this? No. They don't need it. They say, I don't, I don't need it. What, what did you want to say? What did you want to say? Well, learn is a virtue. So, the, you cannot run the race alone. You have to learn. And there are three categories of people that God gave me that we have to learn from. One, learn from leaders. I learn a lot from leaders, I watch a lot to the extent that if I listen to a message, I try to keep those things that are very, very important in the message to the extent that I can refer to it after years. And it's because of learning. So please learn, learn from leaders, learn from people that have gone ahead, irrespective of age, irrespective of of um, this person is younger, this person learn from leaders. There are some people that have grown in some particular aspect that more, more than you. I have people that have grown in financial aspect more than I am, and I have to learn from them. That, ah, how did this person do it? If this person is wrong, going the wrong path, no, that's not for me. But if this person is going the right path, I look at how the person is trying, how the person is doing his work, how the person is advocating, the initiative and all that, and I learn from people. So learn, learn from leaders. Those there are three categories that I've been working with that God has been giving to me. Learn from leaders. Two, learn from learners. Now that's another thing. Learn from those that are learning. From those that are learning, look at people. I know most times when I'm teaching, taking this on this question, I look at how people answer the question. Most times I want to say, let's let, who wants to answer the question. I want to learn. And we, what the person say, God will give me answers to the question I asked. You know, there are some things that, that in level of the spirit, you begin to understand some things whereby God give you revelation from another person's revelation. Whereby someone asks a question and I'll be like, God, 
and God will be giving me the answers. But I'll still be questioning that God, what does this thing mean? And while I'm asking that, what does this thing mean? And I permitted the other person to answer, I will be giving answers from what I was asking God. So there's some things that we need to learn from learners. Learn from learners. There's some people that are learning that we need to learn from. And I look at it and say, wow. So this person, this person is learning this. Wow. What can I learn from this person? So learn from leaders, learn from learners. And then three, learn from losers. This is the area we always fail most of the time. It takes humility to learn from leaders. It takes it takes immunity to learn from learners as well. And it takes immunity to learn from losers also. Immunity, immunity is very, very important. Pride has taken over so many people. They feel that uh, it is not grown to us. That's why I feel that way. Ah, there is nobody, you know, like, I, I, I always say, that my own view is always most times very different from people because I understand things in a different way that people will want to understand. I always tell people, I say that don't always feel you cannot be in a particular condition. We are all humans. If you have become a God, then you can be talking that way that uh, this person is doing like this. But don't always feel you cannot be in that particular position. Nothing warrants us to be in the position we are. It's nothing got you, nothing said that you must be there. No. Don't always feel that, ah, I've gotten that I'm alright. But always discover that, ah, I can also fall. I can also be in this condition. Then you think, what if I'm in this condition? How will I do things? What if I'm in this particular situation? How will I do things? So many people, they feel that, ah, I cannot be in that situation. I cannot be in that condition. And they begin to do as if, ah. They are on top of the world. So there are three categories of people you should learn from. Learn from leaders, learn from learners, and learn from losers. People that have lost. People that have lost are being used as examples for us. There is a reason for the Bible whereby some people are allowed to lose so that we can learn. God didn't just allow some people to lose for losing sake. There are people that have lost in the Bible so that we can learn. So we learn from leaders, we learn from learners, and we learn from losers so that we can help ourselves. Mentor is someone whose insight we can use as our foresight. That is someone that is going forward, is going, then his own insight to be able to get your foresight. You know, while driving, especially in Nigerian roads, maybe it's in the night or someone, or probably in the day, you see a car moving forward. Probably the road is over, but you see so a car ahead. You can use that car to be able to follow your, to be able to predict your own path. That's when you look at that car going forward, you'll be able to say, okay, probably the person um, fell into a portal there. You'll be able to control yourself that I'm not falling into that portal. That is how it is meant to be in life. That is, you see someone that failed, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go there and still fail and now be crying to God. You know, that is the condition that always makes God, makes God fold his hands. Many people see someone fall in a particular place and then you still go through that particular path. You still fall and then you be crying to God that God, why did you allow me to fall? No! You saw someone fail here. Then you begin, you need to prevent you from falling there. And most times I always watch and I look at people that are falling in some particular areas and I look at them. And I begin to pray, God Almighty, please and please. Please help me, help me, help me. And I begin to I pray to God Almighty daily, daily, daily. Concerning the path that people afford, I can remember so well. 
concerning my examinations and I pray to God Almighty, I say, God, this exam, I must make it once. I started, my friends, some of them in the Wordless program, they will be able to remember when I was sending them then. I started the prayer very, very early because I was able to discover that many people failed in this point. And I, I started prayer that God Almighty, this excellent now, I must make it once, I must make it once. And because I have looked at those that have gone ahead and I'll be able to control myself and say, I must not fail here. Because if I still fail here, it will be, it will be a question to me that you know, so many people that failed here and you say fail. So many of us, we always cry at the point whereby some people have shown us that we are not meant to be crying there. So you are not meant to run your race alone. Learn, learn. There's no area we cannot learn. Nobody is the monopoly of knowledge. That is the point I always want to tell people. Nobody is the monopoly of knowledge. Nobody is the monopoly of the Bible. We have seen people that misinterpret the Bible. We have seen people that quote the Bible the wrong way. We need to learn. Many people, that is what is affecting a lot of you today. We feel that, uh, what the person wants to say, what the person wants to say, I can speak in tongues, I can, I have the gift of, the gift of knowledge, I can do this, I can do that, what the person wants to say, and it's killing a lot of Christians. It's killing a lot of youth, it's killing a lot of so-called pastors. It's killing a lot of prophets, especially people that call themselves prophets. They feel that, what this person wants to say, and, and, I, and when they talk, I say, God, these people are not growing in the spirits. How are they still like this? You know, sometimes when you listen to some people, you think that they are speaking the gospel. They are not speaking the gospel. They are only speaking words, words of, they are only speaking things they gather from books, speaking things they gather from maybe from people and all that. You know, most times when someone is talking, I'd be like, these people are not receiving from God. You are only speaking things you have gathered from what you have read. What you have read. Not even by books. No, I have someone like that that when the person is talking, to be talking about, have you heard Katikuma, this thing, this thing? That is only what the person used to preach. You will not talk about anything about Bible. The person will only say, Kenesaji, Katikuma, this and this happened, this and this happened. You are only talking to wrong concerning books you have read. Tell us about Bible. So that's what I've affected the people. People are only talking from, you know, I've, I had so many messages and from there I told, I told myself, I said, if at all I'm up and I'm able to listen to your message again, I will be able to, I'll just give things that are meant for me. There's some things that are not meant for me there. Because when you hear some people stand on some particular doctrine, you begin to say, ah, these people are not getting from God. You are interpreting the Bible in the wrong way. And people begin to feel that you are getting revelations. They begin to feel it is real It is not. You are only telling us things that people haven't gotten the opportunity to hear. So, you are meant to understand that you have to learn. Learn from leaders, learn from learners, and learn from losers. And then the last thing for today is that, and then a Bible passage concerning that learning is from the book of Proverbs chapter 27 verse 1. Proverbs 27 verse 1. Proverbs 27 verse 1. Proverbs 27, verse 1. It says, Proverbs 27, verse 1. Boast not thyself. Oh, it's verse 17, right? Sorry. It says, Iron sharpness iron. Proverbs 27, verse 17. Iron sharpness iron. So a man sharpness the countenance of his friend. So we cannot run this race alone, learn from people. 
get across, make friends with those that can help your track, those that can help your destiny. There are some people that the friends they make have scattered their destiny. Have destroyed. You know, someone was sharing some things with me yesterday and I was like, wow, you have really destroyed yourself. And the person was like, so many things have happened. That's why I changed so many things, come across my way. That's why I changed and I'm like this and I'm like this. And the person was like, I'm no ex. And the person, and I said, do you know that you are different from the you present and this day I know but I'm not it's not when I'm done I'll go back to my reso and I'll be like ah you know that you are not doing the right thing and you are saying you are not yet done you say you're not yet done with what you are doing that you have to you have some things that you want to still get before I was like wow so if you are still giving God time like it has still like telling God that God it is not right time still paying it still paying this thing for now let me quickly get out what I want to get and I'm like, ah do you people think you can give God or we think that God is someone we can bribe? So discover and let us learn. Let us learn. Let us learn. Whatsoever you are doing, whatsoever you are getting, whatsoever you are, or wherever you are, learn. Learn from leaders, learn from learners, and learn from losers. Bro John, I appreciate you for that. Thank you so much for the Bible quotations. Thank you so much, sir. Um, the last one for today is that we need God in the race. And that is grace. God in the race is the grace. So we need grace for this race. No man can run this race with monopoly and say, ah, me have the monopoly. No man is, I keep saying that, no man is the monopoly of the scripture to the essence that the same revelations that Moses could not get for Genesis, God was revealing to, to, um, to David in the book of Psalms. So, we have to just pray to go for grace. In this particular race, we need grace. And that is God in the race. Whatsoever you are doing, pray for grace. You cannot do it. Not by, uh, this is how we do it here. This is how we do it in this place. No, you can do it that way. If you are saying that this is how we do it, then you cannot be different from the way you are doing it. But when you pray for grace, it makes you different. Grace in a man makes him different. But absence of grace, which is absence of God in that place, makes that person the same way that you have before me. No, someone will say, ah, this is how we do it in our own place. So please don't, don't bring all those things. This is how we do it in our own side here. Yeah. Don't bring all those particular things here. Yeah. And then you say, then you cannot be different from the way they do it. Because the way they do it, that's the way, the same path you're going to follow. And you will not be uniquely good. No, there are some people that are not uniquely good in their way. Whatsoever you are doing, what probably you are selling data, or probably you are selling card. There's a way you have to do it that will be making you uniquely good. That will make you different. That will make you awesome in whatsoever you do. That ah, whenever you do this, be like, wow. This person is different. This person is different. Because there is God in that thing. Because so many people not they, they only follow the same pattern that you do. Probably um probably uh, you are an IO bender or you panic with eyes but you want to say no yeah this is how we do it this is how we do it you cannot be different from the way you do it but always say mm, this is my own design in this particular thing that is how do, do you think that you can be different pray to God God I want to be different in this thing I want to be unique in this thing that God will give you some things that will make you different probably you are baking cake then Pray for a new design to how you do your own thing, and you will see how God will make you uniquely good. 
In messages, I always speak to say, God Almighty, I don't have anything to say, I don't know how to say it, but please just stop me, just help me the way you want me to say it, the way you want me to say it. So that be, it will be, it will not be that, ah, this is the way. No, I always pray one prayer. I say, God, make me so uniquely go to the extent that I will be dynamic in whatsoever I say. If I talk, if, I, if I'm talking today, and someone will say, wow, this is new. But I talk tomorrow, I should say, someone should still say, this is new. Because there is newness in God. If a man is remaining the same thing, he's no more growing the spirit in here. If someone is, this is the same thing that he, has, he said, um, this is the same message, or probably someone will come and preach and say, ah, today, let's um, want to thank God, thank God, thank God for his good, for his good, for his good, for his good. Tomorrow, if you are coming, the way you will say your thank God for his good should be different because there is a newness in God. But if you still are seeing, you said the same thing yesterday, you still come and say the same thing, the same way you said yesterday, then that is not, you are not growing the spirit. Because if the man is preaching righteousness, the dynamism in righteousness is that you, the way you preach your righteousness today, you still preach the same righteousness, the same thing. You preach it tomorrow, but in a different way. That is the dynamism of God. So, what we have to understand that God in the race makes that race smooth. And the first thing we said is that let your race have a starting point, which is God. Let God be your starting point. If you are starting any day, starting any minute, any time, praise God, God, as I'm starting, go with me. Let your race be for running. You are meant to run that race, not to walk it. Because when you walk the race, you are meant, you are, you are easy to go to backside. You are easy to listen to words of discouragement. You are easy to listen to so many things. So, learn to run the race and not walk the race. Then number three is that the race, this race, the Christian race is not a competition for a personal race. Then number four is that the race is not a new thing. But your discovery of your own design makes that particular race new. Then number four, or number five, is that there are challenges on the way. Challenges are aligned across, your, across that track, which we are meant to overcome. And then number five, number six, is that you are not run the race alone, you have to learn. Learn from leaders, learn from learners, and learn from losers. And then the last one is that we should pray for grace so because it's only grace that can help us only by grace that we can succeed in this race so but i want us to sing this song saved by grace alone saved by grace alone things is on my plate for all mankind and Jesus died for me. So we are meant to be we are saved by grace alone and that is only by God. Only by God. Only by grace that we can be saved. Only by grace that we can be saved. I want us to sing the song um, Saved by Grace Alone. Grace is a charming sound. I'm us to the game. And through it, 
the whole coast shall resound and all the head shall yet send my grass along the easings of my plea Jesus died for all mankind and Jesus died for me so Jesus died for my kind. Jesus died for me. Only by grace we can run this race. That is saved by grace alone. Jesus is all my plea. Jesus died for all mankind and Jesus died for me. You can sing this song continually because this race can only be run by grace. And we pray that God of grace may appear to us in Jesus' name. Before we pray, next week we're going to be having another time in God's presence and it's going to be for families. And families of God, it's going to be another some time next week. Next week, because for the next 10 weeks, we're going to be having a family time. Family time for the next 10 weeks. But from next week, we're going to be having the sections um, from the person that God will be using for us. And it's going to be speaking. Um, we're going to be getting a lot of light from what they'll be saying from next week and it's going to be for families how to live the design of God living in the true design in the family so many things if you have questions for certain families we can send that across and it will be answered from next week so many questions from families and it will be answered from next week thank you so much Roger, for that and you can see it is already in the comment box and God bless us as we um, prepare ahead for next week 5 p.m. is the time, don't come late, tell others about it. Though many people might not want to listen to you because they like the right part, living in the true design is not easily gotten, it's not cheap. Though it is free, but it is not cheap. And many people might not want to listen to it because they are comfortable in what's the wrong thing they are doing. But there is a day whereby that word will come and they say, no, the, the scripture said in those days, the days will come, but by people who pay for the word of God, they won't be able to get it. And I pray we shall not be we shall not be in that day in Jesus' name. By the time Christ will take up his only ones, by the time Christ will take up his ones, we shall not be absent in Jesus' name. We shall be taken in Jesus' name. So let's pray to God Almighty. God Almighty, I need your grace to run this race. I need your grace to run this race, O God Almighty. Give me your grace, O God. Give me the grace to follow. I want the grace to follow. Give me the grace to follow. Your grace is enough for me. So I want us to pray to God Almighty. Give me your grace, O God Almighty. I need your grace to run this race. I cannot run it by my ability. I cannot run it by myself. This Lord is too much. It's too big for me. Things ahead of us is so, so big. Things that we don't know. Things that we don't know how they are. Challenges that we don't know how it will be in the next phase of life. Oh God, I need your grace. Give me the grace, oh God Almighty. I need abundant grace, oh God. I need your grace, Heavenly Father. Give me your grace in the name of Jesus. Give us your grace, oh God. Give us your grace, oh God. Thank you because of answering our prayers. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you. We appreciate you for another time in your presence because it's a glorious time that we didn't miss. We appreciate you because you are God, because you sent forth your word 
and your word in letters. We appreciate you because your word is going to work wonders in our lives. We appreciate you because you are God. We say, be the exalted Lord in Jesus' name. We pray that as we have had your word this day, we pray that your word will spread alive into us in Jesus' name. We pray that in this Christian race, you will give us the grace to run it in accordance to your design in the name of Jesus. We pray we shall not deviate from the design that you, God, have allocated for us in the name of Jesus. We pray that location that we are made to be. We pray we shall not be outside of it in the name of Jesus. We pray that you realign us in the name of Jesus. We pray that you return us back to the track in the name of Jesus. Any area that we have missed it, we pray that you God will realign us and will redirect us in the name of Jesus. We pray that you God will cause us to discover your design for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Because of answering our prayer, we pray for this program and as many that are listening to it, many that are hearing it, and many that are seeing it, we pray that you God Almighty bless them more than their that more than the invention in the name of Jesus. We pray that more than how they can ascribe or more than the calculations, you go with bless them in the name of Jesus. This time that they have used in your presence will not become a waste in the name of Jesus. Thank you because of that prayer. Surprise every listener. Surprise every year of this world more and more in the name of Jesus. Continue to bless them in the name of Jesus. Thank you because of answer that prayers. Continue with us, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining and thank you so much, um, Bro Amor. I do what John. That is my brother. Thank you so much, sir. And I appreciate you for um, your comments and thank you for um, dropping those things to help everyone. And I want to say thank you so much and thank you for everybody that joined. I want to say a special thanks to my parents, Reverend Demola Joshua and my uh, mother, Mother um, Prophetess Gladstone Joshua. I want to appreciate them. I want to appreciate my siblings. I want to appreciate everyone and everyone that is supporting this. God bless us in Jesus' name and God continue to help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So please and please, if you think um, you have any questions for family time, you can begin to send that across because we're going to have family time from next week till March. So it's going to be a family time and it's going to be a also by your family time. The relationship time is always very pleasant. So it's always, always very, very great. So from now to that time, you can send me your questions. Send me your questions so that we know how to be able to. Um, adjust our timings to all those things because we just have one that we've um, done in this section and pray that God bless us in Jesus name next week another time 5 p.m another glorious time in God's presence be blessed and stay blessed that time don't forget to share the program and don't forget to tell it to others is that living in the true design is what we are meant to do and is what how we are meant to live thank you for joining and God bless us in Jesus